Welcome to Hobby News Daily, your source for sports news, collectibles, and all items hobby-related. Follow on all podcast platforms or on HobbyNewsDaily.com along with all your favorite writers and content creators. Grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's show. Welcome to the Monday, July 10th edition of Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. I'm your host, Mike Jokum. Hope everybody had a lovely weekend. I myself have been watching the MLB baseball draft tonight. Thank you to our friends at Underdog Collectibles for their continued support each and every day. Make sure to go to the link in the show notes, check out everything they have to offer. And don't forget to go to hobbynewsdaily.com or check the socials at Hobby News Daily for everything our awesome content creators have going on each and every day other than this podcast right here. I don't have any memorabilia news for you guys today, so we're going we're gonna to focus on cards since there's not too much going on over the weekend, apparently, in the memorabilia world. A Pete Maravich Pistol Pete rookie card sells for a record $552,000 at the PWCC Marketplace Vintage Premier Auction. There's only two graded PSA 10 cards of Pistol Pete, and Thursday's sale made it the most expensive Maravich card ever sold. It is also the fifth highest price paid ever for a pre-1980 basketball card. Another thing I have for today, guys, is to kind of look at some interesting bright spots in the world of cards over the last couple days. First up, while the St. Louis Cardinals have been a bit of a dumpster fire so far this year, stellar rookie Jordan Walker, who has a hit in 33 of 38 games right now, has cards on the rise pretty much consistently. He's had over $1.5 million total in cards sold alone on eBay. That's about 30,000 cards total in the past three and a half months. That includes everything from rookie cards, prospect cards, first Bowmans, et cetera, et cetera, all the way up to a 2020 Bowman draft orange refractor autograph, which is numbered to 25. This one at PSA 10 for $23,000, not too shabby at all. One that is a little surprising here after he made his NBA summer league debut, somebody I'm sure will mention probably weekly for the next 60 years on the show, Victor Wembanyama. His Bowman's Best Refractor Auto actually went down 22% in value, uh, which is kind of interesting. Basketball collectors, can you explain that one to me as to why? He looked pretty good in, in, in what I could see in highlights. Lastly, another basketball one, super shocking. Jabari Parker, his 2016 Kaboom BGS 10 is up 27% to an all-time high of $350 that sold on July 4th last weekend. The previous copy sold for $188 all the way back in 2016 in November. Pretty interesting there. Don't know what to make of that one, but basketball collectors, again, give me a hand here and explain it. On Wednesday, I'll be back looking at cards available over the next week. Adam has tomorrow. Adam has Thursday. We'll bring you guys as much as possible this week. You guys enjoy collecting those cards. So I'm pretty sure I start most episodes, at least over the past couple weeks, with it's it's that time of the year. Uh, sports, they're not really on. 
baseball is pretty much the only sport we got the uh one of the only times actually during the whole entire year where there's no baseball football basketball or hockey on uh in an individual day and it's kind of like an interesting if you ever go to like a do a bet with somebody and you know there's only i think two days where there's no professional sports played or none of the four professional sports are played. Uh, it is the two days after the – well, technically, I guess you could say it would be the home run, the home run derby and then the day after uh, the All-Star game. Those are basically the only two days throughout the whole entire year where there's none of those four sports playing. Uh, with that being said, we're also getting closer to the national. Uh, if you're getting excited, obviously it's one of the one of the best shows of the year, I think in the best location in my opinion. I don't know – Next year, I guess what they're going to be doing, I don't know, I'm 100% sure if they've announced the venue. Chicago is the only two nationals I've been to have been in Chicago, and they just opened up a ton more space. And actually, there is a really great article uh, on Hobby News Daily about some tips and tricks about what to do with the national. I kind of want to share some of my experience as we get closer. I think maybe once we get a little bit closer, maybe I'll do a similar like bulleted list of some of the stuff that you should be prepared for just with the national coming up. Um, I mean, for me, I think the big thing is if you're buying right now, it's, it is what kind of an interesting paradox actually, because you would figure that more people would be selling now. So prices would be down. I think overall prices kind of in the whole market are down a little bit. So maybe this year might be a little bit different than most years, but I would say if you're going to be buying, Probably just if you're going to the show, probably just wait until you get to the show. I mean, I would say there's probably a 75% chance you can find the card you're looking for at a cheaper price. Uh, like I said, with with none of the other sports going on, I mean, baseball may be a little bit different, but with none of the other sports going on, you're not really seeing the fluctuation in pricing you would potentially like in during some random week in the NFL season or like if the – NBA season is starting, someone had a big game, or NHL, again, doesn't fluctuate too, too much. But if you're looking for, you know, any of those players, I think even retired players, even if you're looking for baseball or any of those, uh, there's probably a pretty decent shot that you can find the card at the National. And if you can't find the card at the National, I'd say there's probably a decent shot that you can buy for maybe a little bit cheaper, because I think what ends up happening with the national or a little bit closer to it is that people will look to sell some of their cards to prepare for the national kind of. Um, but I mean, obviously, the you know my big tip obviously is going to be just if you're going to the show, you should just be buying it there. I think with eBay, uh, things can be, I'd say, a little bit. Uh, different when it comes to like the pricing of some cards like if you're at the show and especially if you have the cash too i mean i i think that's probably the big thing like whatever you're planning on spending at the national i would say you know don't keep all of the cash on you at once or if you do you know don't tell people that you do i think i'm actually sort of surprised there isn't more you know kind of sketchy things that are going on with kind of everybody you know every you know everyone talks about the the influencers and the camera people and the people flashing around you know hundred thousand dollars making all these videos whatever but i would say if you've got the cash if you can wait until the national that's probably going to be your best time to buy the car that you're looking for because 
you know, I think the saying or something is that, like, if it's not at the National, the card doesn't exist, or if, if a card exists, it's going to be at the National. I forget which, which way it is, but that's generally what I found in the couple years that I've gone, and some of these big card shows, too. I mean, because also the Dallas card show, even after the National, is probably going to be coming up pretty soon. Uh, another, I think, pretty big show. I mean, they do it a couple times a year, so it's not as big as the National, but I think Dallas is probably a pretty good location for a show. Uh, so, I mean, at least for right now, that's probably my one tip that I'd like to give on the show here is that like if you have the ability to wait I know as collectors we really fall into scenarios where we want the card we want it right now we don't want to wait but if you can wait wait for the national uh I would even say if it's a if it's a not a rare card wait until Saturday or Sunday to buy it because that's what's because what ends up happening is that the dealers are pretty much wanting to sell out of their table. So you can probably find a decent deal. You can probably bargain a little bit, or if you have some stuff to trade, maybe there's potential to trade there. Uh, but like those Saturday, Sunday deals, in my opinion, those are where you're really going to find the ones where, you know, you, you may get lucky and you'll find a dealer willing to sell you a card at 50% of whatever last sold or whatever was. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much all I've got for. This episode with that one tip, like I said, maybe down the road I'll do uh, a little bit more tips. But, like, you know, in my opinion, too, I'm not a heavy buyer at the National. So uh, take maybe my advice with a grain of salt. But, you know, plan to have fun. That's kind of my big tip. And uh, what I would say is, other than this other one, uh, definitely something interesting and something big that you can do while you're at the National. Welcome to the Wednesday, July 12th edition of Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. I'm your host, Mike Jokum. Hope everybody enjoyed Adam's awesome episode yesterday on looking ahead to the national convention here just in a couple of weeks. And thank you to our friends at Underdog Collectibles. Make sure to check the link in the show notes each and every episode to head to their website and check out everything they have to offer. We will actually do some memorabilia today since there wasn't anything on Monday. First up, one sports memorabilia auction house is buying another. Robert Edward Auctions announced a couple days ago that it had acquired Maryland-based Huggins and Scott. The two companies will continue to actually operate separately, but Huggins and Scott will operate as a wholly owned subsidiary of Robert Edward's. Edward Auctions. Next up, since tonight is the All-Star Game in Seattle, there is a bunch of new memorabilia that has popped up. The top seller, a Mickey Mantle bat, the Louisville, Louisville Slugger Model B220, dating to about the early 1960s, actually graded PSA slash DNU. GU as in game used 9.5 but it also in in one of the most unique situations comes with a typewritten note with mantle signature indicated indicating that he had used it in competition it sold for a whopping $399,000 just a couple days ago the note says to whom it may concern this model bet B220 was used by me during the 1961 and part of the 1962 season, and then he signs it. That's pretty damn awesome there. The second most expensive item in this auction, which I think is really cool that I'm going to share with you guys, and then we'll move on to one more thing. A ball believed to have been hit by Babe Ruth for his third home run during the 1923 World Series 
and signed by him netted $317,000 after it spent the last 35 plus years in a private collection. In this decisive game six played at Polo Grounds, Ruth hammered a first inning home run to right field to set the tone against the New York Giants. In a particularly disappointing note, the 2021 Opeechee Platinum Hockey that released last month, which was actually 2021 cards with big-time rookies Cole Caulfield of the Montreal Canadiens and Trevor Zegers for the Anaheim Ducks, a lot of the rookie cards, especially the higher-end parallels, all seem really off-center. I don't think they would grade more than a 6 or 7 based off centering. So I just wanted to end with... I guess maybe a disappointing note, especially as a big hockey fan. I don't know if if you guys collect hockey, but if you do, are you still buying the cards no matter what? I'm sitting this one out because there's no Philadelphia rookies in this set worth collecting, but I will be back when the current Flyers prop of prospects is in card form. That's all I have for today, guys. Adam has it tomorrow. There will be another episode on my end on Friday. Make sure you guys follow along on social media at Hobby News Daily or check the website, hobbynewsdaily.com. And you guys enjoy collecting those cards. Now that the All-Star Game slash Home Run Derby is over for baseball, we're going to be moving into, I guess, what you could call the later latter half of the summer. Uh, we still do have some soccer stuff. I mean, in terms of what's going on in sports, I mean, WNBA, if you're a fan of WNBA, I'll watch some of the big games if they're on ESPN. Uh, I'm a fan of New York. I'm a fan of a lot of the young players. I think in the next few years, we're probably going to be seeing some, like, huge stars, like, uh, you know, Caitlin Clark, obviously, Paige Buchers, uh, Angel Reese at, at LSU, and then, you know, those are some of the big players that are going to be coming into the league in the next few years. So that's going to be very exciting for that sport. Uh, then there's, like I said, also there's uh, baseball going into their second half of the season and also soccer. Now, if you've been listening to me on this podcast or you've been listening to me on the Heroes for Sale podcast for years, you know that I've been a big proponent of soccer cards and that I think that there's a decent amount of potential when it comes to some of their uh, value over the next few years. Uh, right now, we've got the Gold Cup going on, so if you're interested in maybe some younger prospects that are kind of in the MLS, because uh, essentially the Gold Cup is the it's the B squad, essentially, for the U.S., and you know one of the big news, pieces of news, actually, over the past few weeks has been that uh, Christian Pulisic is actually moving from Chelsea to AC Milan in Italy, so that's going to be pretty interesting for him. I wonder how much... I, I'm hoping that he's going to get more playing time over there, because, I mean, for Chelsea, he really did not get like a ton of playing time like he made a lot of his playing time like I think he was one of the better goal scorers on that team uh but you know for prospecting in soccer I think the gold cup is a probably pretty interesting one to watch because now we're also seeing more cards come out of the MLS usually there's like a there's an MLS set and then there's an MLS uh top chrome that comes out every year for Soccer in general, we've also seen a pretty significant increase in how many products are coming out. Like, and, and just even people collecting soccer cards over the past few years. I do think that, you know, in Europe and overseas, there's still the sticker culture is something that is important to learn about if you're trying to get into soccer cards. Because, yes, the soccer cards are important here in the United States because it's 
fairly, it's a lot easier to get cards here in the United States. Over in, you know, over in countries that are outside the United States, it might be a little bit harder to get because of, you know, there's the tariffs, there's different uh, taxes you have to pay if you're buying cards from eBay and if you're shipping cards, all that kind of stuff. So, overall, I think if you're trying to prospect soccer cards, the Gold Cup's actually a, probably a pretty decent opportunity. Uh, CONCACAF, you know, if you follow soccer at all, you know that it's not necessarily the best region in the world, like USA, Mexico, and Canada are basically the top three teams with, over the past couple years, USA really kind of uh, taking a pretty big leap forward and having a lot of, like, good young players overseas, uh, coming from the MLS, going overseas. But I think the, this these types of games, so like the Gold Cup, these types of games will give you an opportunity to see some of the players that potentially in 2026, and I know that seemed like it was far away when the World Cup was, the last World Cup was happening over Thanksgiving, it's... You know, actually, now that I'm saying that out loud, it's actually still kind of far away, but I think it's still good to prepare. I mean, like I said, the U.S. is going to be hosting the World Cup, so you're probably going to see a decent amount of, like, showcases with teams and players coming over to the United States uh, with their teams, maybe over the summers. Uh, you'll probably see some, like, EPL teams. You'll probably see, see even maybe some national teams coming and either playing USA in friendlies or just, you know, kind of games that will be showcasing some of these players, so... If you are looking for, I guess, an interesting opportunity. I mean, soccer, I like soccer. I like the, I'm interested, the game is, I like watching the game. And I know, you know, I talk to my dad about soccer all the time. He always just is like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get soccer. I don't get why it's so popular. And it's, it is kind of a little bit of an acquired taste of the game itself. But I do think the movement and the players going to different teams is very similar to the NBA. So if you are looking for, I don't know, if you're kind of bored right now and you're kind of looking for something new to get into, soccer... I would say is definitely one that you can look into because it's fairly complicated. It's kind of like baseball where there's like tons of different leagues and there's tons of different ways for players to get to certain leagues and all these kinds of things. So like I said, if you are looking for another opportunity, if you're kind of bored right now because it's the middle of the summer, I would definitely suggest looking into soccer and seeing if you enjoy that. I think the other thing too, that the other point that I want to make is like if you try and get into soccer and you don't enjoy it, it's pretty easy to move on. I mean, I, th I think that's kind of one of the great things about cards and sports cards in general is that, like, there are opportunities, but if it's something that you're not interested in, you don't have to be kind of stuck in this, like, approach to cards in that way. So, like I said, it's, uh, you know, middle of the summer. Uh, if you're looking for another opportunity, I definitely suggest soccer.